Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. You doing, man? How you doing? I'm feeling great, we got man. We in the house tonight. Yes, we do, man. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Titans in here. About to go off, dude. We ready to do this stuff? We're ready to rock, man. You ready to rock, camera yeah. guys? Ready to roll. Mike, you ready? Ready. Ready. Listen free to Hot Boxing, exclusively available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. You'll find us on Monday, and it'll be on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. It's free, and you can watch the show in real time. If you miss the show, you can go back and watch it no matter what day it is. Uh, but we're excited about it, but a uh, very, very sad day. We say goodbye to some wonderful people, and uh, we were just looking at some of the videos that uh, they've been responsible for in Los Angeles at DirecTV and the people behind the scenes, Dawn, wonderful director, uh, Billy Wags, just the entire team there. Um, thank you. Thank you for uh, 10 great years, 10 fun years, and a uh, sad day. We also say goodbye to two-a-days as well. Uh, we'll talk to Jalen Rose of the Mothership coming up here in a moment. Jeff Darlington from ESPN. Is he going to take Paulie up on his bet? $1,000. Paulie says Tom Brady goes back to New England. And Lewis Riddick uh, from the Mothership will join us from the Combine. Give me the poll question, then let me get to Jalen Rose here. Uh, what's the most overhyped NFL story of the week? Tom Brady free agency, quarterbacks rise up to the mock draft boards, 40s or CBA, and it's Tom Brady's free agency. All right. Uh, if you'd like to uh, get in touch with us, you can, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle, dpshow. We make way for Jalen Rose, ESPN NBA analyst, former NBA guard, drafted, I think, 13th overall by the Nuggets back in 1994. J-Rode joins us now. Do you, uh, do you still play pickup? I do. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate the love. And lucky number 13 took my family from the city to the suburbs. Thank you, Davis Stern in the NBA. Um, do you remember what your first paycheck was? I do not. I remember my first contract was for six years, $10 million. I actually came into the league the final year where rookies' contracts weren't slotted. And my good friend, the big dog, actually – was one of the guys that asked for $100 million because he was going number one overall. And to tell you a funny quick story, being in the same draft, both feeling like we were lottery talent, we go to to the combine in Chicago, we both decide that we're not going to work out. We go hang out in Gary, Indiana, in his basement, and he's rapping and making beats and doing stuff, (laughs) and I'm just hanging out and kicking it. The draft came. He went number one. I wore a red, white suit and went 13th overall. <laughs> and was watching guys do in front of me. I didn't even know who they were. <laughs> if we had a, a league and it was the over 50, who would go number one? Over 50, you got to always go with size. So I'm taking Shaq. Okay. Who's going to stop him from getting dunked down low? <laughs> Ray Allen is – Ray's not 50, is he? He's younger than me, and I'm 47. Oh, okay. Uh, Reggie Miller would uh, – Reggie can still play. Yes. So those are those are two styles. So Wait a minute. You, you can't get like Shaq. It. Shaq's 47. So you – Oh, wow. Wow. So you're right. I have to definitely go with <laughs> Reggie because he got a skill that'll transcend. Plus, he got a body type. Usually, here's what happens. 
football players, when they reti- when they're playing, they take so many supplements and stuff. When they retire, they get smaller. Basketball players, when they retire, they get heavier. <laughs> you didn't. You look like you're about the same. Well, I had my years then when I first retired, and I still had some aches and pain and some tendonitis and some soreness all over my body. Going to the gym and your body hurt really didn't help a lot. And I have one of those body types that when I'm out of shape, I'm kind of built like a kangaroo because my stomach <laughs> and my butt stick out at the same time. So I had my kangaroo Jalen years, but I had to lose it and get right. Uh, let me dive into the 76ers topic. Uh, who is going to get the blame at the end of the season with this team? Brett Brown, and you know how professional sports work. You look at the landscape of their squad, you have two perennial all-stars in Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And like most young players, their games have flaws. But Joel, his is going to be to consistently bring it on a nightly basis just because his injury history is going to stop him from practicing consistently and remaining, uh, remaining in tip-top shape. And Ben Simmons, who has a terrific all-around game, but he doesn't attempt shots outside of the paint, and that's one of the biggest anomalies we've seen from a guard that plays that position in a really long time. You invest in the offseason, get Tobias Harris $180 million, um, Max Deal, let Jimmy Butler walk, and then you bring in Al Horford and give him $100 million. So on paper, you got four guys making top dollar, and you're a lower half of an Eastern Conference. Usually that falls on the coach. If you could only keep one in Philadelphia, who would you keep? If I only could keep one, this is probably going to be controversial, but I'll take the healthy player in Ben Simmons. Um, I love Embiid, and I voted him all NBA last season, and he's going to be the same this year along with Jokic at the center spot. But if you're going for a longevity play, um, the best ability is availability, and Ben is going to be able to practice. He's going to be able to do, you know, all-season training. He's going to be able to – you know, show up and play as close to 82 games as possible, and then I know what I'm going to get in the playoffs. For Joel, um, probably won't have a, an opportunity in his career to play 82 games. There have been playoff games that he's missed the last couple of years. So if there was a one night, I'll take Joel, no doubt about it, because I think he's one of the top ten players in the entire league. But if I'm talking about the next ten years, i got to go longevity with Ben. He's Jalen Rose. Jalen will appear on NBA Countdown tonight, then on the jump tomorrow uh, in Boston before the Rockets-Celtics game on ABC. You can also see him on NBA Countdown, Jalen and Jacoby, and also Get Up. Guess my MVP vote. I would say that you would probably take Luka Doncic as your MVP. <laughs> no. <laughs> I Wait, because I'm white, I'm taking Luka Doncic? Wow. No, not at all, because he's taking a Dallas Mavs team that nobody can name players beyond him at Christophe Porzingis, if you ask the average fan, and they're one of the top handful of teams in the league in the Western Conference. Who you got? I got a guy who's underrated. Nobody talks about him being an MVP. Hasn't won an MVP in eight years. LeBron James. I'm not mad at that choice. Who can who can fight that? He's second, by the way. He's second. Uh, um, you know what? And we love a story, Jalen. We we've already done the Greek <laughs> freak story. LeBron doing what he's doing at this age. Uh, come on. He's been outstanding, and I agree with you. Again, it's it, it's it's almost splitting hairs because LeBron James second on his team in scoring, still giving me over 25, leading the league in assists. I'm pretty sure. 
that was a bucket list thing. And he has regular season, greatest of all time, things that he's trying to achieve, like catch Kareem on the scoring mark. And he's been outstanding. Lakers' number one seed in the West. But there is a player whose team has a better record, who averages more points, averages more rebounds, and just so happens to be the reigning MVP. But it's not a better story, though. It's not a better story. And you know what these writers do. They love a good story here. Right, but here's the one thing. And saying writers is almost like saying buying a DVD. What gets underrated (laughs) is that more than writers vote now, including myself. Broadcast. But I am a writer. Okay. Yeah, you're you're a poet, too. You're... we're, okay, so the media is is voting on this. Uh, okay, a couple other things here. Uh, I'm starting to buy into small ball for the regular season. It, I mean, it's it, it, as you know, and I tell this audience all the time, basketball during the regular season is different than basketball in the postseason because you can be real fun and, and, and it can work in the regular season. A seven-game series against a team that is gearing up just to stop your style, that's what it comes down to with the Rockets. While they're fascinating... I, I got to see it, you know, come May and June. What do you think? You're, you're a seasoned veteran and you're schooling the audience on real game. That's exactly correct. There are two different seasons, how you perform in a regular season versus what's being asked for you in the postseason. How about this multimedia example? Okay. There's a difference between being on a show when I hit the guide and I see your name and or your name is on the show that means you're the marquee, i.e. Dan Patrick. And there are going to be people in the industry that come on your show and think, hey, those five seconds I was on, the ratings went up. I'm really good. (laughs) It's it's way different when you're responsible for bringing it every day. And in the regular season, you can do all of the gimmicks. And by the way, I love small ball. It really unlocked Russell Westbrook. That's what it did. You take Capella off the baseline, you put – Russell Westbrook on the wing, and the previous game he scored 20 points in the paint, almost like he's Shaquille O'Neal. So that's really what they did is just change the geometry of the floor. But in the postseason, when the game does slow down, those tall guys always seem to get a lot closer to the basket, be a lot more efficient, block a lot more shots, and and get a chance to be more physical. So I'm going to always go with the height, and the Lakers have that and the skill. The Clippers have the, the perimeter lockdown defense. And uh, with, as long as they're healthy with Kawhi, PG, and Beverly, and then I'm a, uh, I can rely on the height of the Bucks too. Giannis is seven foot, along with Lopez. So I give Houston a puncher's chance, but they're third in my ranking orders of the West. If you could help Zion with one thing in the off season, what would it be? Right hand. That's the only thing that's going to unlike his game. Um, he he he's he's so very athletic. He's so humble. And I look at prospects and I always say, "Will they be successful without sports?" And I and I get that from him, and I appreciate it about him. He, you know, offensive rebounds. He uh, gets deflections. He, he 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 he's the ultimate teammate that just so happens to have number one overall accolades. He's really strong, dominant, left-handed, and of course, you want him to be able to make his jump shot. But if he gets his right hand. Think about this. When you watch him play, of all time, your favorite dunkers, you that they're right-handed, they're going in off the left leg and or vice versa. He can do do both, plus jump off both feet. So I would say, of course, you want him to shoot better, but if he get a right hand, it's going to be over. 
your favorite Kobe story? My favorite Kobe story is that I wanted to do a pilot called Jalen versus Everybody, and one of the ideas that I and we and the production team written to promote it and to be a part of it was Kobe's statue unveiling. And a part of his statue unveiling would be him shooting a turnaround jumper and me guarding him facing the wrong way out of homage to his 81-point game. <laughs> and I, I, I sent him the idea. He appreciated it. He liked it. Um, did a script called $81 that I'm pretty sure people see on the Internet now where we're in a Palms restaurant downtown, and I'm just trying to enjoy my day, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I run into Kobe Bryant at a booth. And, uh, you know, instead of him just ordering a, a martini, he has to get $81 <laughs> to, 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 try to, uh, to try to make a mockery out of me. So oh. I appreciated him forever for doing that. And I knew that, like myself, he wanted to get into production and he wanted to do some writing. And if you notice in that skit, that's what he says. Hey, what you, how do you enjoy retirement? You know, I'm writing a little bit, investing a little bit. That's not normal retired athlete things that you say. And that's, that's what made Kobe Bryant, the late, great Kobe Bryant, so great. He was a, a renaissance man. He spoke multiple languages. He was a champion. He was a leader. He was a family man. And uh, he's totally going to be missed. And uh, I want to say condolences, obviously, to their family and all of the families that were affected. I love it. Whenever it's brought up to you that, hey, Kobe got 81, like it was on you. It was on the Raptors. But you say, I didn't guard him the whole night. <laughs> But you, you got the blame. I, you, you're yeah, the marquee you know guy. Yeah, you got blame exactly. there. <laughs> it's fine. I, it, it, as, long, as long as I'm as relevant as I am and I'm on 500 shows and I'm married to Molly and, you know, I got a fresh haircut all of the time and I'm crispy, <laughs> suited and booted and suited from wearing top pins and brooches and clips and I got veneers when I got drafted. I even went to the dermatologist a couple of times, Dan. Of course, they can have that. No problem at all. Uh, how safe is Kobe's 81? It's extremely safe. I don't. I, the only way somebody can top that is if I decide to come out of retirement. Oh, get out of here. What's the most you ever had in a game? In a summer league no, game. No, no, that doesn't count. Or NBA game? Or NBA game? Oh, yeah. No. So this, this is what I tell people. If I could score 44 in an NBA game, Kobe Bryant let me down. He should have had 88. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's always great to talk to you. And uh, thanks for joining us, Jalen. We appreciate it as My always. Pleasure. All right. That's uh, Jalen Rose. He'll be on NBA Countdown tonight, then on the jump tomorrow in Boston before the Rockets. Celtics also contributes to get up NBA Countdown. And, of course, his show with uh, Jalen and Jacoby. If you miss any interviews from this program, uh, don't fret. This uh, show brought to you by Mercedes-AMG, and be prepared for whatever comes your way. It's the all-new GT four-door coupe because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our interviews this week or any week for the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, just go to the app where you can watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave. Mercedes-AMG driving performance. He's good. He's a lot of fun. Uh, some phone calls here. Uh, let me see. Sean in Indiana joins us. Hey, Sean, what do you have for me? Morning, Dan. Morning. Um, that's a tough act to follow after Jalen. But uh, I, back to the Brady situation, I was going to say that this is all a gimmick just to get Gronkowski out of retirement so that uh, Brady can make one last push with the Patriots. 
Oh, okay. Well, hey, might as well start that rumor. Thank you, Sean. We haven't had a fresh rumor in a little while, so uh, might as well throw that into the mix. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hey, Jeff. How are you today? What up, though, Dan? Let me try to get this in real quick. To the LABC people, uh, thank you for um, the brother that's all the way in Detroit, you guys, getting up every morning, doing what you do, so I could be a part of the program, so people in Connecticut and Indiana and all over the world can be a part of the program. Really appreciate you guys and what you did. Um, Listen, Dan, my question to you today is, what's your most memorable uh, moment on the show in the last, you know, in the last 10 years. I know the Charlie Sheen one is up there. And I just had a thought real quick. Okay. To go to the left. We're sitting up here talking about LeBron James being the MVP. This guy came in the league in 2003. We forget that. Oh, we I know. There's nobody in his draft class that's even out there like that. I know. And, and thanks for the compliments there, Jeff. Uh, yeah, LeBron... And he's got three full seasons of playoff games as well. So what is he, in his 17th year? So he's really in his 20th year, when you think about all the the wear and tear on that body. My favorite moment, I don't have a favorite moment in 10 years. There have been so many moments here. And you're thinking about all the things we did in the last 10 years, and we put it on camera. Now, we never wanted to exclude those on radio. We always... This show is really about a, a, a TV show about a radio show on TV. Uh, and I know that sounds convoluted, but really that was what I wanted to do is you're, you're going to do a TV show on a radio show that knows it's on TV, and but we never wanted to exclude the radio audience. And whatever we did, we always wanted them to know what this was. And sometimes it was even better on radio because you're hearing something happen. When Michael Irvin hit me with a pie, you're hearing both of us hitting each other in the face with a pie, and then you'll hear the Danettes laughing. Sometimes that's even better. That's what I always loved about radio is you can hear my voice, you can hear a sound effect, you can hear something, and then you can create. TV kind of spoils that. You know, TV, you just compliment what somebody sees. You try not to get in the way. Radio, we always wanted to make sure that you were the audience we were going after. And hopefully we've been able to do that. We'll continue to do that. But the Charlie Sheen moment when he called in and that just blew up. Like that's, that's the craziest thing I think I've ever been involved in because I had people calling my house producers of big shows that wanted me on to talk about Charlie Sheen. They, there were people who were lying to get in touch with me. Just They wanted me to talk about Charlie Sheen and how crazy he was. And at the time, it was huge. And that was eight years ago last week that that happened. And I hope it never happens again. Oh, my, awesome. Oh, my God, was that, it, it was amazing. It was, it was scary that, that what he said, when he said it, and then all of a sudden, it just detonated. But that's the craziest moment. There have been so many enjoyable moments here, just laughing. Like, there are days where you come in and you're stealing money. Because you're just laughing and you're having fun. Yes, Eden. I think that just thinking from the TV standpoint, the Super Bowls 
we're always, I mean, that's kind of an easy one, but even just looking back, we keep running sort of like old videos and these montages and stuff. There's opens that I forgot about or things we shot that I completely forgot about over the 10 years. Oh my which, God. It doesn't seem like you should forget about them, but there's just so many great moments that you're like, oh, dang, remember when we did that? That was awesome. And a lot of those things revolved around the Super Bowl. And the, the people in Los Angeles who get up to do this show, produce and direct this show, they would always say, hey, we got this idea. And of course, we would do it, not knowing you know, how silly we were going to look, but we all went into it together knowing that we were doing it to have fun. And the bottom line was we were going to have fun. Yeah, Pauline. Two of my favorites, one for you, because you are hard to Why fluster. don't you take a break? Okay. We'll take a break, and then we'll come back. Uh, we'll, we'll tease that, and then we'll talk to Jeff Darlington. Paulie put it out there. Jeff Darlington said basically he would be absolutely shocked if Tom Brady went back to New England. And Paulie said, I'll bet him $1,000. And he reached out and said, I'll bet you $1,000. Jeff Darlington will join us. Coming up, Paulie brought in his wallet. He didn't bring in his $1,000, but he brought in his wallet. 21 after the hour, more phone calls as well. Coming up right after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. If you're like most of us, you carry a balance on your credit cards. And if those cards come with high interest rates, you need my friends at Lightstream. It's so easy to lower your interest rate and save with a Lightstream credit card consolidation loan. Get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with AutoPay. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. You get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and there are absolutely no fees. Apply today to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash Patrick. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash Dan Patrick, D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. If you want to get the best deal you can to get a lower interest rate, you got to go to lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick. That's lightstream.com slash Dan Patrick. Got some Meet Friday songs for you as we get ready for Meet Madness coming up in the month of March. I don't know what you think of in the shower, but I know what Jerry Jones has been thinking of. Here's the Dallas Cowboys owner. I have not talked to Des directly. I've been thinking about it a lot in the shower. I have been. I have been. I'm not dismissing it. I mean, I'm, I don't want to sound like it should be dismissed by saying that. Right. I'm thinking about it. He could have left off shower. Like, I, <laughs> I think everybody would have been okay with that, right? You know, I, I, I think about it a lot. You know, not going to dismiss it. But only when in the shower. Yeah, apparently. Never when I'm in the car driving or just having <laughs> breakfast by myself. It's when I'm in the shower, that's when I think about Dez. <laughs> only then. Oh, I love Jerry Jones. I've been thinking about Dez, but only when I'm in the shower. No other time. Yeah, Dez trying to make a comeback with the Cowboys there. It's exactly what they need. Des Bryant, that'll do it. All right, uh, some phone calls here. Jake in Wisconsin. Wow, what a special day. Jakester taking time out for us. What up, DP? Hey, buddy. 
Hey, man, you know I got to call if it's two-a-day's final day here. Uh, I've had so many good memories talking with him privately on the phone when I call in. Definitely going to miss our talks talking about Green Bay Packers every time I call up. McLovin, love that box score sweatshirt. Miss those days as well. But uh, I wanted to talk to you guys. talked about the last time you drank a 40-ouncer in college. That was the last time I drank a 40-ouncer. Yeah. My buddies used to all get together. We'd, uh, we'd play a game called Edward 40 Hands, and you'd duct tape 40 ounces to your hand, and you couldn't uh, go to the bathroom until you got both of them completed. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable good times. Uh, Jake, sir, thanks for calling in, buddy. Absolutely. We appreciate it. <laughs> What was that, Edward 40 hands? Yeah, classic Instead game. scissor hands? <laughs> I've, I've drank with Jake in Wisconsin. He can get after oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he can get after but it. But he always sounds like he's had a long night. Every morning he would call in, especially after a Packer game, like that, that Monday he'd call in after a Packer game or a Brewers playoff game. Nick in San Diego. Hey, Nick, what's on your mind? Oh, Danny boy, man! Edward Forty Hands was our—I pledged in my freshman year doing Eddie Forty Edward Forty Hands. That was my game. <laughs> oh, that's great, uh, Danny. Um, I just want to let you know—you've been like—I live in San Diego, you know. You've been a cornerstone of my mornings every for the last ten years, literally. And um, I had a little bit of a panic attack because sometimes I don't get to watch the whole show, so I wasn't quite sure how I was going to hang out with you guys in the morning. But honestly. YouTube is blessed to have a show like yours come to their platform. They, it's going to be nothing but awesome for you, and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you, Nick. We appreciate it. Once again, radio doesn't change. Podcast doesn't change. TV changes. Now, our commitment to mediocrity stays the same. My guarantee to you will continue <laughs> to be mediocre. But you can now watch us for free, youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. That starts on Monday. And it's on demand any time of the day. When you want to watch it, you can. Uh, we're very happy with this. We're sad to say goodbye to uh, DirecTV and also BR Live. But uh, we move forward. And uh, we move forward with YouTube. And we're excited about that. Free. Once again, it's free. Yes, Paul. The really great thing is on the uh, YouTube feed of the show, you can stop it at any point. So I'm sure none of our fine viewers and mm. listeners are going to do screen caps of us looking awkward and send it to us on a social media. Yeah. I guarantee that's not happening. We're okay with that. We're okay with that. Uh, Mike in Kentucky, and then we'll get to Jeff Darlington, see if he's taking Paulie up on his $1,000 bet. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, veteran 10-year listener, wa- viewer, and I want to thank you, the Danettes, and the whole crew for what you guys do. I've been going through a battle with leukemia this past year, and – you guys have always been a bright spot in my day, and I'm just glad to hear that you guys are going to be uh, staying on the air, and I'll be catching you guys on YouTube and via the app. Thank you. Thank you, Mike, and I hope you're feeling better, but uh, thank you for the phone call. Jeff Darlington, the uh, peripatetic ESPN NFL reporter. He's uh, appeared on the ESPN NFL show, Center, Get Up, and more. In fact, he had a, a big get-up appearance, and that uh, brought some headlines where he was talking about Tom Brady and would be surprised if uh, Tom Brady uh, went back to New England. Jeff, what was the reaction to that report? Uh, it was. Uh, I think that people, Dan, are still sort of suspended in uh, this, this area where they just don't think it's going to happen, where uh, that they, they think he will definitely go back to New England based on... I think at this point, nothing but the idea that we've 
seen this for 20 years and why should we expect any different? I think that's understandable, but it's not necessarily accurate. <laughs> but explain, is this a vibe you're hearing or was it a, like, no, I know, I know. I, I listened to you yesterday. I listened to uh, your segment yesterday on it. It's definitely not, for instance, like, I think you said, like, reporters re- talking to other reporters. Like, that's not how I operate. I'm not at the combine. I go to the combine mostly, but I'm not there. It's not, uh, you know, I've been covering the league for 15 years. I'm pretty dialed into the Tom Brady world and, and uh, all things there and, and have my contacts within that world. And so, so certainly when I'm saying something, I'm not saying it lighthearted, nor am I saying it as a rumor that I heard at bar at the combine. Yeah, that was what was confusing, Jeff, because you're a, you're a reporter, you're a journalist, and it, and it felt like it was more of just a, hey, I'm on the show with Greeny and Get Up, and they want hot takes, and hey, I'm hearing this, and that's where I, I just didn't know how I, deep the, the yeah, report was. That, that might have been just the way you interpreted it. I don't think, um, which is fine. I mean, I, I understand that's, that's part of the deal. Uh, but like, for instance, you know, I didn't say, I, I, maybe I didn't use the word sources enough. I don't know if that's like the hot trigger word that people need to hear. But, but like, I don't know, did you catch the whole, did you catch the segment where I talked about uh, the kind of the context behind it, how the people close to him kind of talk to him, and he says he's the one who tells them, like, to not expect him to go back, whereas those people are kind of like, yeah, but we still think, like, Tom will go in that office with Bill Belichick, and he'll still find a way to convince uh you know, Tom, to stick around. We, like, we we don't follow context here, Jeff. Yeah, that, that was the thing. Like, I heard you talking about it yesterday, and I was like, I think he's just reading the tweet yes, from Chester. Yes, I got the, right. the, the, that shifty. Well, yeah, but that's not me. But I can't watch Get Up while I'm getting up <laughs> on my, my own show. Though. That's that's uh, blame Shefty. That was poor reporting on Shefty's part. Well, you, you're the one who said when Shefty says it, you believe it. You said when Glazer says it, you believe it. Not when Darlington. In fact, I, know. I got a lot of that from. I, by the way, I got a lot of that then yesterday from Patriots fans, which was my favorite. Which was who the <laughs> f is Jeff <laughs> Which, which, like, I get it. Like, right, when you say something that doesn't fit into what people want to believe they're going to go the other way and like i'll be honest like I, it sounds really what's can you say like uh it sounds lame for me to be like i talk to all of the people who know tom brady <laughs> you know like so i'm trying to walk this line of not sound like a tool but also making sure that people understand i'm plugged in so like i get it but i'm also kind of like god i don't know i'm, I'm actually a pretty like reasoned i'd like to say i i have a decent reputation of being accurate with my reporting but i understand when it's something like this it just takes on this life it reminds me actually of like the tim tebow year in 2011 where everything just takes on a life of its own and that's fair i i understand that i think throwing in sources um because there's but that's also funny too wouldn't you make fun of that as well no like if we say source that all of a sudden no 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 validates it? no not with you. I mean, there's certain guys I wouldn't. If you said, right. hey, sources, tell me. I know you're connected with Brady. Um, I understand that. But if, well, you, if yeah. you, you said sources, then I would have thought. If you look at some of the other tweets that have to do with Brady, oh, I'm, my God. I'm hearing I'm about or, you know what, I'm feeling or getting the feel. Like, I don't know what is real and what is just. I understand that. And that's the landscape. That's the tough part. Like, yes. that's what I think 
we're all sort of working against and around and trying to figure out. But all I know to do is just hope that eventually I build a reputation where Dan Patrick, for instance, isn't like, who the hell is Jeff Darlington? And I'm not believing it until Adam Schefter says it, which is fair. Schefter has the reputation. I get that. And I'm not, you know, like, hey, by the way, God, I hope I'm right. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> if, if, if you hit the lottery here, this this will be great because yeah, then, then I'll be saying, you know, I trust what Darlington says. I'm not sure yeah. about Shefty and Glazer. But to be clear, you're like, that's, I mean, honestly, like, that's, I'm sitting here and I'm, again, talking to the people close to Tom yesterday. I'm like, because we're all sitting here saying, but still, like, what if he goes into Belichick's office? What if he does convince him to stay? And what will happen then is I will never return to New England. And, uh, did you, did you, uh, okay, are you taking Paulie up on his bet for a th- was it? A thousand dollars? Yeah. So Dan, uh, Dan Levitard also bet me that if, uh, if Tom goes back to New England, that he, because I said I would be, I would be stunned. Yeah. That, that he can tase me, that he can take a taser to me and stun me. I like that. Which, the thousand dollar bet sounds way better to me. So, so uh, you'll take Paulie yeah. up on the bet. Well, I'm not going to. Uh, I I love degenerate gamblers like Paulie, but I don't think that I'm allowed. I don't think I'm allowed to do that. But I will certainly. Uh, I'd be happy to. Paulie, you want to modify this bet with Jeff Darlington, journalist? Well, first off, Jeff, degenerate gamblers are the ones that lose, not the ones that win. Secondly, I know I'm not worried about losing. <laughs> I'm just worried about losing my job. I, yeah, we don't want to get you in trouble at the mothership. But okay. so we can alter the bet. My bet. Ultimate would be something involving your hair. You have great moss. Oh, would, oh, God! Crew cut. Hair. Crew cut. Crew cut. That's just that's just too far, Polly. I'm sorry. I'm a vain. I am vain. I consider myself a solid reporter, hey. but I am far more vain than that. I'm right there with you, Jeff. I'm I'm, yeah, as, I'm vain. Uh, but I mean, I would I would say I take it just because I'm confident. Whoa. I mean, I guess I'm supposed to put my my money where my mouth is. It just feels like that's a little harsh. But God forbid. Uh, how about 500 each for hey, so, charity? Yes, I'll do that. Paulie, you got your charity? Yeah, it's it's a really good one. It's, my charity is hey, a real nice one. It's called the Paul Paps Log Cabin Fund. Okay. It's a really small. <laughs> I'm sure Jeff would be happy to contribute to that. Yes, mine is the hair club for men. Okay, so, wow, Jeff with a shot at you. <laughs> nice, good one. All right, he got you. <laughs> no, no. All right. Uh, no, I will. Uh, You'll yeah, do the I'll, charity I'll, angle. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me. Uh, I'll, I'll throw this disclaimer that I'll make sure I'm allowed to do that. But I'm happy to. Yeah. You know that. what? How about this? The V Foundation. God, that is. I am. That is perfect. There you Absolutely. go. So Love either it. way, Paulie donates five hundred, or you donate five hundred, Jeff. Yeah. Love that. Love that. But thank you for having me on, Dan. Yes. Uh, and, and appreciate you, even though. I know you hated me yesterday. <laughs> well, I, I I hate the whole Tom Brady situation because I oh, think... hey, by the way, me too. You know what it's like to try to report on something <laughs> you feel confident in? Yes. And have, you, have people tell you you're wrong? <laughs> I know. But you know what, Jeff? What, Dan Patrick? Yeah, but you know what drives me crazy about this is you might be correct with this, and right. other people will steal, they'll borrow from you. And then they'll yeah, go, whatever. hey, I'm, I'm hearing. It's like when I came out with Philip Rivers to the Colts, and I, that was at the Super Bowl. Yeah. The number right. of people said, you know, yeah. I'm, uh, I can see Philip Rivers <laughs> to the Colts. And I went, okay, I'm reporting from a source. I actually yeah. said I had a source, Jeff. That just oh, so. See, that's what I got to do more. <laughs> I thought that was out of style. I'm uh, okay. Back to the, uh... the leading candidate. For Brady is who? If it's not the Patriots, I there there. I mean, that's like I'm going to sound really lame. There is not like 
look, I'll say four teams right now that are interested in Tom. Uh, the Titans, the Raiders, the Chargers. <laughs> okay. I'm also going to tell you that yesterday you were mocking the idea of the Bucks. Yeah. Don't discount the Bucks, Dan. That is not a report. I'm not okay. a <laughs> I am just saying. Okay. <laughs> I like that music. Okay. So breaking uh, news. No. <laughs> Jeff Darlington. I didn't say sources, though, so it doesn't count. Yeah, but you didn't say sources yesterday. Yeah, but I'm turning over a new week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tom Brady to the Buccaneers. Jameis, Jameis goes to New England. Brady yeah. to Tampa. Right. Yeah, you heard it here first. Okay, the one I really dispelled was Tom to the Cowboys. Yeah, I mean, they got to get it done with Dak, right? And this is just me being Brady's totally... not going to the Cowboys. They got to get it done with Dak. Yes, he's their future. You the only thing that I do find interesting about um, this whole Brady thing is that, that, that like, there's very few te- – like, he, there's a wide net right now. Like, it really is, honestly, such at such a – when it comes to, like, the teams, there are a bunch of teams that are interested in him, yeah. and he's honestly not discounting them. But to your point, the Cowboys feels like – that feels like a little bit pie in the sky. It's called trolling is what it is, Jeff. You're trolling. It's trolling. Or I'm trolling. Or other people are trolling. <laughs> yes, I'm not. I'm not. We're not. And not you're not. Either. No, because no, you got sources, no. damn it. you this got sources. Jeff Darlington segment. says the Buccaneers for Tom Brady. Don't rule it out. <laughs> you're, the J- you're the Jay Glazer with better hair. Oh, with hair. Yeah, yeah. and taller. Yeah, yeah. Yes. taller and better hair. Uh, hey, great appearance. And uh, thanks, I'll, I'll thanks talk to you in a month. And from now on. If I don't hear you say sources, I'm going to assume that you mean sources, Jeff. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's Jeff Darlington, NFL reporter for ESPN. He's listening to the show. I didn't know he'd listen to the show. I probably wouldn't have said all those mean things about him. Yeah, Yeah, if we're going to talk behind someone's back, we'd like to know if they're listening or not. I want it to be behind their back. I don't want them to be listening to the program. Celebrity journalist Glow Anthony, who claims to have spoken to a source with knowledge from someone close to Wood, says Tiger is struggling. But there's a charity aspect, the Jimmy V Foundation. About the kids. Yes, it's always about the kids. All right, we'll take a break. Back with more phone calls after this. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the support this podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show. Lakers made some history last night without LeBron James. Without LeBron in the lineup, the Lakers beat Golden State 116-86, to 86, the 30-point margin of victory is the largest for LeBron team in any of his 101 games that he's missed in his NBA career. 
So that's the biggest, the largest margin of victory for a, a team that LeBron is on when he didn't play. Stat of the day, stat of the day, that stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? stat of the day. Stop. I sold it incorrectly. Lakers don't need LeBron, question mark? That's the way you do it in the business. That's called trolling. Uh, great appearance by Jeff Darlington. Good sport there and took Paulie up on the bet. I know he's connected to Tom Brady. I think it was how it was presented where I went, it just feels, when you say, you know, I'm getting the feeling, I need sources. Like, I, I attach sources. Because I can tell you, when I, when I tell you that, hey, I don't have a source on this, but I'm hearing or feeling, or this might happen, then I tell you that. But when I tell you I have a source, I have a source. And, you know, I think semantics really play a large role in this. Because there are so many people who, in this business, not so many, but there are people in the business who will take what you report and then make it their own. Hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hearing somebody might go, you know what, don't rule out Brady to the Buccaneers, and that will be based off what Jeff Darlington just said. And what Jeff is basing his opinion on is fact, because he's hearing it from Brady's camp. Yes, he. But that's where everything gets so weird, because you have reporters who report the facts and also give their opinion. Yeah. And it's sort of like, it feels like it used to be more split into sort of, you know, a columnist and a reporter. Yep. The reporters are just given the facts. Well, now you're a personality. News, right? Yeah. Shefty's a personality. Glazer's a personality. That's what, you know, it's not just I'm hearing, you know, I have sources who would tell you, you know, it's now you're full-blown personality here. Uh, Chris in California joins us. Hi, Chris. What do you have for me today? Hey, DP. How you doing? Good, sir. Size six hands. <laughs> um, no, um, I just want to tell you, thank you, and AT&T and all the uh, boys that you work with, thank you for everything you've done for the past 10 years. But the funniest thing that I think I've ever seen on your stove is when Will Ferrell came in with the 40. That ish was funny. Well, the fact, and thank you, Chris, the fact that Will Ferrell said, can I come in as Ron Burgundy? And I go, of course. And he goes, I want to come in as, in character. You do not refer to me as Will Ferrell. I'm Ron Burgundy. Even during the commercial breaks, I want you to refer to me as Ron. And I go, okay. He goes, how long do you want me to stay? And I go, two hours? And he goes, all right. And, and so he stayed at a hotel down the street and got up that morning, had makeup on, and he got his costume on, his hair and his mustache. And he said, look, I'm going to stand outside, and, and you don't notice me. Like, I'm going to appear to be lost, and Fritzy screwed up and, and uh, didn't tell me where I'm supposed to go in for the man cave. This is the old man cave. And he was out there with a 40. I think it was an old English, and he had some donuts. So Ron Burgundy is standing on the main street in, uh, in Milford, Connecticut. No one stopped. No one stopped to go, that's Ron Burgundy. And at the time... That was a big deal, Ron Burgundy, an anchorman. But he is there outside, we're showing it, holding the donuts and the 40, and he just looks lost. And it's such a wonderful moment, and he was so generous with his time. Yeah, Paulie. And, and what he really put a cap on it, three hours later, social media had put out that Ron Burgundy, Will, Will Ferrell's here. And we look outside, and there's about six or 700 people standing outside our studio on this little, little street in a little town. Yeah. 
And the cops came down like, we're going to need help getting him out of here. He was running down to do Letterman. And he run, walks outside, and he actually turns towards us and says, get the cameras rolling. And he walks outside. He busts out. Will's like 6'5". The place goes berserk. News 12, all the local cameras. He gets in this SUV and waves his hands, waving like the president, and just squeal the tires. It was boy band crazy. But my daughters, who were going to a school that's three blocks away, they said to their classmates, no, Ron Burgundy's not there. My dad would have told me. I didn't tell my girls. And they're texting me, is Ron Burgundy there at the studio? And I said, he was. He's now gone. Final hour coming up. Seaton Pauly, Fritz McLove, and yours truly. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcasts. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. 